Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. StockInvest.us is a research service that provides financial data and technical analysis of stocks. All users should speak with their financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. Users should not base their investment decision upon StockInvest.us. References to any specific securities do not constitute an offer to buy or sell the securities. By using this information, you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. For more information, please visit stockinvest.us. Hi, and welcome to stockinvest.us podcast for week 9. It's uh, Jim. I'm uh, still in Norway. I don't have my usual recording equipment, so hopefully the sound will not be too bad. We will, as we always do, look uh, at the week that we just left. We'll look at the week ahead of us, look at the, some of the major stocks, Apple, Tesla, to mention some. And uh, while speaking about Tesla, well, for many weeks as I uh, had a target of 700 for Tesla, and this week it fell below 700, ending Friday at 6.75. But uh, we will uh, get there shortly, how Tesla will perform this week, etc. First, we'll do uh, our usual thing. We will uh, look uh, at the market that we just left and a little bit about the market ahead of us. And uh, I've been telling you weeks and weeks and weeks that uh, the market has been overbought. It's been very high on several indicators. One of these indicators that we measure, a very simple one, is simply how many buy signals do our algorithms have every, every week. We analyze around 30,000 tickers across the world. And right now, uh, before trading starts today, 33% of all tickers around the world that we analyze are giving a buy signal. That is far less than the week uh, before, because uh, last week it was 43% buy signals. And it's been very high, very long, 44, 44. Uh, uh, but last week we had a correction, uh, and this week is... 31. And uh, Nasdaq uh, started the week at 13,874 points, ending just above 13,000 at 13,192, losing almost 700 points or down close to 5% last week. And I think it was especially the Thursday that was a bit scary, where the index at one point was close to 4% down, ending a little bit better. And uh, uh, for those who follow our Discord or those who follow this podcast, uh, I've mentioned I uh, have been reducing my exposure in my private portfolio. I've been reducing my exposure bit by bit over all these weeks. Uh, And when I last week started, I had only 45% uh, of my total capital invested in the stock market. So I had 55% of my uh, investment capital ready on the bank for a good buy. And during the week, I had many good buys. As I say, buy on red, sell on green. Thursday was so super. It was so easy picking, taking in the first few minutes, those stocks that really was hammered down 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 15, 20%, just picking them one by one, selling some on Thursday, uh, the rest on Friday. I actually did the same thing on Tuesday as well. So all in all, it was a very good week. And that's the good thing about having uh, cash. Cash is king in downturn market or very volatile market. Cash is king. Uh, but it's also a part of a uh, bigger strategy 
uh, which uh, for, for my sake has been that I believe markets are way too overbought. Uh, and as I said, uh, for many weeks, it was 44% buy signals across the world. It's way too high. I was just waiting for this uh, correction. And uh, when it finally happens, I have the cash, I go in, I go out, and it's uh, very nice if you do swing trading. Dow Jones uh, was almost at 32,000 points when it started last Monday, but ending at uh, just below 31,000, 30,932 points, down 1,000 points during the week, or 3.18%. 33% buy signals across the world. Uh, if we go to Nasdaq, last week Nasdaq had 54% buy signals. It is uh, too much. This week, after the correction, uh, it's only 35% buy signals and 41% of the companies are giving sell signals. Another thing that uh, most of you probably noticed, probably felt on uh, the body, is that if you are into two illiquid stocks, penny stocks, uh, less valuable stocks, they usually take huge falls when market turns red. Uh, to mention Sumerica, Diffusions, for instance, which I trade, uh, and several others of these uh, uh, penny stocks or less valuable stocks, they was really hit hard week, but that's the name uh, of the game. They gain good when it's good markets, and they... Um, Feel it hard when the markets are red. That is why we use stop loss. That's why I've been telling you week after week after week. I don't know how many weeks I've been saying the same thing, but it uh, has to be close to 50 weeks now. Uh, use stop loss, use trailing stop loss. Uh, I came out of last week in a very good shape simply because my stop loss was triggered. I had cash on my account to do the swing trades when markets were way too oversold. And uh, it is small things that will help you. We will, uh, during this uh, very short session, uh, get into a few of these nice things, nice tips and tricks how to improve your trading. New York Stock Exchange, 40% uh, buy signals, down from 55 last week. Uh, London, 30% buy signals, also down. It was 38 last week. Uh, Frankfurt uh, didn't fall uh, as much as the other uh, markets down uh, to 37% buy signals. Tokyo uh, took it very hard. It was 43% buy signals last week in Tokyo. This week is only 28. And in Shenzhen, China, it is 26. Just the same as it was last week. So China was not such uh, so much affected uh, by the negative markets last week. You may ask, uh, okay, so why uh, because i will tell you that i believe this will be a very good week so why uh, is there so many buy uh, sorry sell signals why is now there should be a lot of buy signals well technical analysis uh, don't take into account gut feeling it only works by numbers by algorithms by indicators formations, uh, all things that you put into the algorithm. It's a very, very cold system. It simply uh, evaluates the stock. And until it changes its mind, it will need a few days of up. So using technical analysis, you should not expect to hit the top. You should not expect to hit the bottom. But that's not the point. You have to be a magician uh, or the best trader in the world to really be at the bottom, at the top. 
for those who follow the Discord, I usually write this in the Discord channel when people ask. I never aim to hit the button because it's close to impossible. I just try to follow the trend, to be ahead of the trend. When will market turn? I cannot be exact on the day, be spot on. That's why I started to reduce my portfolio so many times because I was expecting exactly what we were seeing. And the question is, well, was it a hard correction? Uh, if you read Discord channel, if you read the, the people, of course, someone losing 30, 40% on their investments in risky stocks just in a single day or two, three red days, it is hard. But uh, last week was only a natural correction. Uh, on Friday, we pushed you a newsletter saying that the market is oversold and usually you will have good gains. And that is how we will start this week. We start in a position where the major stocks are oversold and also a lot of the minor stocks are oversold. Like being overbought, uh, things can go long while being overbought. Uh, they can go long oversold, but it's not as usual as being overbought. Usually when you, you get as many stocks as we analyze, for instance, Nasdaq and Musa, 8,000 stocks or something, if they uh, get uh, accumulated into oversold, well, then you should expect a market reaction up. And that is what I believe will happen this week. Uh, the stimulus package was uh, approved late Friday night or into the Saturday morning or something. Uh, that has been approved. We know more liquidity is coming into the market. We start the week oversold. So by all means, at least the beginning of the week should start very good. We will then learn if it starts very nicely uh, for the first few hours and then uh, start to reduce if the fear still is there or if it will just continue to push um, upwards. If you look uh, at the... Uh, the index uh, itself, you can find it at stockinvest.us by the ticker ICSIC or Nasdaq Composite. If we uh, look at the ticker itself, we can say that it has lots of support where it is. It's, as I said, it was uh, oversold on Friday. It's still very low. The uh, relative strength index is 30. It hasn't been this low for, I don't know how many months it's been, but uh, last time it was 46 and then followed by very good gains all the way from 13,000 to 14,000 points on Nasdaq last time, it was low. It was 46, it was not oversold, uh, but it had a very nice reaction. I think we will see the same thing now that we will have maybe one, maybe two weeks of uh, relative okay development in the markets. Uh, good support, 13,000. Should it fall below 13,000, next support will be 12,008, then 12,006, 12,004, etc. On the upside, because how far can this thing push upwards? Well, when it starts to push upwards, there's hardly any resistance to 13,600. So I expect that movement to be very fast. The level 13,600 will be a little bit harder to break, could go sideways for a few days, but I think that will be broken and it will push upwards to 14,000. But I don't manage to see that happen during this week, that it will break 14,000. It could push as high as 14,000, but I don't think it will be able to break it. I think it will uh, climb quickly, 13,600, go a bit sideways, and then push up to 14,000 and maybe have a reaction down. Hard to say exactly where things will end by Friday. It will just be a guessing. My guess it will end somewhere around 13,600, and that will follow up the week afterwards 
with further gains. We will uh, start a look at the major stocks and we will start with Apple. I was maybe a little bit too optimistic about Apple last week because I said I believe Apple would end at $134. Apple uh, didn't do that. It ended at $121.26. So it was uh, below uh, my target, my estimation in all. In all fairness, I expected the market last week to start red and green didn't go all that way. It was a little bit more negative than I expected. But uh, Apple uh, fell uh, and it fell uh, through some support levels. Uh, I also said that during this last week, we will get some indications of what will happen next. Apple been in an uprising trend in the short term. Uh, medium and long term for many weeks, many months, uh, and actually years if we look at the long term trend. Right now, um, it uh, fell to 121.26 uh, closing price on Friday. Our system have found the pivot bottom at 120.99, which was on uh, Thursday. Volume is in divergence with the stock. The stock is falling, the volume is going up. Usually, uh, this uh, is a negative sign, but in this case, the stock is uh, oversold, so it's also a somewhat good sign because the bottom is follow up by high volume. That uh, indicates to me that uh, for the short term, could be one week, could be two weeks, maybe more. 129 uh, was a low point, a very good buying point, and that uh, today's level is also a very good buying point. The problem is on the upside, it now faces so much resistance for every single dollar all the way up to $143. First, when it passes 143, it will start to gain momentum and speed. Until then, you can just expect uh, slow movements. Being oversold can have a very quick reaction for the first, first two days, but that shouldn't last very long. It should move relatively slowly, and I have a hard time seeing Apple get over $135 uh, during this week. Of course, you never know, get three, four very crazy uh, Nasdaq days. We usually have these extreme uh, good days could push higher, but I don't think that will happen. I think it will push upwards to 135, then uh, start to move sideways between 130 and 135. There is a sell signal from the short-term moving average, long-term moving average, uh, but the relative strength index is way oversold, uh, actually way, way oversold, indicating that the stock will have probably a good momentum maybe as much as two weeks ahead but it will face a lot of resistance so i guess that movement will be slow i don't see a record-breaking speed even though that correction that we just had is good and also natural for the week as such i expect apple to end somewhere around 130 dollars so that will be my target for this week Microsoft, uh, I said, uh, I believe uh, Microsoft to end at $237. Well, it ended some $4 below. It ended the week just under $233. So also Microsoft a little bit off. Uh, it was a little bit more negative uh, than I thought, but 
as you will hear to the rest of the stocks, that's the same scenario. It fell a little bit more than I expected. We see the same thing in Microsoft that we see in Apple. We see the, the volume is in divergence with the, uh, the price is usually not a good combination, but when you combine it with a very low RSE, it indicates that the markets are way uh, oversold and the ticket is also oversold. So I expect uh, like in Apple that we can see uh, Microsoft to continue upwards, the trend in Microsoft, and this is the first tip of the day. Let the trend be your friend. The trend in Microsoft is better than it is in Apple. It's more narrow, uh, got a better direction. So uh, by the terms using trend as an indicator, it's at the bottom of the trend. You should expect uh, Microsoft to move upwards. It will face resistance from 200 to $245. Above 245 things will go much more rapidly. The question is, will it have enough momentum to push up uh, through 240, 245. I'm not sure about that. I believe we'll have a very good start, could push just during the first few days, maybe even today, push upwards to 240, 245. Uh, but it should uh, struggle a little bit with 245 and move uh, a bit more sideways. It will be very nice for the Microsoft investor if it managed to break 245 because all then uh, this resistance will turn to support, which is very good. Spoke about this as Tesla was moving upwards, how different levels, 500,000, etc., turns to be uh, good points. Microsoft had a golden star back uh, in around uh, 17, 18 uh, January doing very good so that golden star signal which you can find on the site stockinvest.us under trading ideas is a very good uh, signal it was developed by me in 2007 and it's just an advanced form of the famous golden cross using um, the moving averages i combined a few other things uh, to make the signal more valid so this signal indicates that microsoft should continue to push upwards to me, it looks like uh, Microsoft will do that. Sell uh, signals from a, a short-term moving average, but still a buy signal from the long-term moving average. It will be uh, exciting to see how it will end. As I said, I think it will struggle a little bit with this uh, 240, 245 uh, resistance field. So my best guess, it will move upwards, then take a smaller correction downwards, move a bit sideways. By the end of the week, my guess is that the Microsoft will end somewhere around 240, let's say $238. But in general, uh, to me, it looks like this week will be good. It also indicates that the following week after should be somewhat good for the Microsoft investor. Heading on uh, to the next stock is the hardest, as I usually say, is the hardest of them all, Tesla, because it's a hard stock to uh, predict. But for, uh, let me see, one, two, three, four weeks in a row, I've been uh, having a target of $700 for Tesla. And finally this week, it uh, broke below an ending at $675. Uh, as I told you, uh, for Tesla, it was uh, the case about going above 900 or falling below 800. If that happened, it should go $100 either up 
or $100 uh, either down. And that uh, happened exactly when it first broke that 800 support level. It fell in just uh, two days down to 700. It was almost just in one day because uh, it, it, uh, it fell from 800 straight down to 730. 714 so it was almost dead on and that is uh, formations you can use formation we have rectangle formations double top formations head and shoulder formations there's different formations at stock invest you will find the head and shoulder you will also find that we just implemented the rectangular uh, formation and usually you see these uh, movements microsoft uh, sorry tesla is uh, oversold right now 22 on the relative strength index has the sell signals from the short-term moving average the long-term moving average the volume is finally up it's been so dead for weeks and weeks and weeks last week it finally pushed up and it pushed up uh, as the stock got oversold and as i tried to say in the uh, few other companies this is usually the uh, where you have divergence that the volume is going one direction the price is going another direction it's a bad sign but in this case it shows what we call a sell-off it's not the biggest sell-off i've seen but uh, it is enough um, that those who really want it out those who push the price down probably is out and i believe that we will see uh, tesla react up it could start uh, a little bit slow simply because it's uh, negative but that it should start push up first resistance will be 700 later 750 and 800 and to be fair i don't think that we'll see tesla at 800 anytime soon has to be elon musk giving some sort of news he's very good at that to push the market the bitcoins whatever it is uh, smaller companies and tesla he pushed them in any sort of direction with his uh, tweets uh, or news updates so of course this can happen i cannot foresee everything but looking at the technical picture i don't think that we will see tesla at 800 anytime soon and uh, pushing that uh, line uh, forward it might be that uh, it will be a very 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 long time until we see tesla above 800 heading for the new all-time highs all-time high was just shy of 900 so that's uh, all-time high limit looking at the technical picture uh, there is so much indicating that tesla might go into a trend change it's a little bit too early but all the signs are there it hit the uh, 800 started to move in a rectangle formation and had a fall last week and the short-term trend speaking one to three weeks is negative but uh, we will focus on this week and I believe uh, Tesla will react up as most companies and it will push upwards. Since Tesla is Tesla, it could be that it will push all the way to 800 on the lucky strike in a huge uh, day. But I don't think it will manage to push above. Uh, and after going up to 800, uh, I believe it will start to fall downwards. And I think that Tesla will end the week uh, higher than uh, last week. I think Tesla will end the week at 730, but that might also be a high uh, point because for the week after that, I think Tesla might just continue downwards. But we will know more as the week progress. Uh, that's just how it is.
Neo, another electrical wheel company uh, that we have been following for so long. I like EV. Uh, see the same picture as in Tesla. You can almost put the charts on top top of each other. They have the same pattern. Uh, Neo is oversold. Volume is doing the same thing as it did in Tesla. It is uh, showing a slight uh, sell-off. Neo has resistance at 48, 49, 50, 52, 54, 56, 58, all-time high, $63. Uh, I don't manage to see Neo go up to 63 in extreme short term. But there are things in the chart indicating uh, one of these things is how the relative strength index is moving, how the volume is following the stock a little bit better than it has in Tesla lately. Things like this indicate to me that the stock might start to push uh, upwards, but all this resistance above will be harder and we need a strong solid market to really push it back up to the record levels or some sort of use. Sell signal long term moving average, short term moving average. The good thing is, as I said, the volume is uh, showing a sort of sell off. The relative strength index is low. Last time it was uh, 36. Uh, it moved uh, from 54 to $63. The time before that, in December 11th, it was also oversold. At 26, it moved all the way from $40. And uh, when it finally peaked at relative strength index at 77, it was $63. So it was more than $20 gain or almost 50% uh, return last time it was this oversold. I think it will be uh, quite okay. Uh, I don't manage to see Neo pass 56 during this week. It should push upwards, and I think intraday it could uh, maybe get a little higher, hard to say. But it should push upwards to uh, 56, then start to react a little bit back because of the resistance at 54. Uh, I don't think it will be enough to turn it to, to a support level when breaking 54. So I think it will fall uh, back below 54, move between 52 and uh, 54 and uh, ending the week, let's say at $53. The last uh, stock before we look at uh, Bitcoin uh, is uh, Amazon last week, I said, I believe uh, Amazon would end at 3,300. And for weeks and weeks, I've been more or less spot on on Amazon. But last week I was wrong. I was wrong by $200 because Amazon ended the week at 3,092. Uh, and uh, is this also a sign that uh, Amazon might have a trend shift? Uh, you can argue that our systems as whole, our technical analysis systems as whole. I totally agree to this. The problem is all the resistance above. Like the other shares, the stock is oversold. It's 24 on the relative strength index, has sell signals from short-term moving average, long-term moving average. But with all this resistance, 3,100, 3,150, 3,200, 250, 3,300, etc., all these resistance levels above, it will be hard uh, to push upwards. We need those 3, 4, 5% days at Nasdaq to really make things push through, that we have to have this extreme optimism to push things extremely high. Uh, could be that it will uh, be an amazing first day, but I don't think that momentum will hold. I think it will struggle with all these levels and just go slowly bit by bit uh, upwards. When it faces 3,300, I think it will be 
way too hard to push up. During this week, I'm not sure it even will manage to pass 3,250. And then uh, for uh, downwards move a little bit sideways for the week as such the target for uh, amazon is three thousand one hundred and fifty dollars which is uh, above uh, today's level as i say i think it will be a good week and especially first part of the week uh, if we try to guess two weeks ahead if you're very interested in two weeks ahead i think that uh, amazon will just continue but it will be very slow continue upwards and that it will be very hard to break to uh, 3,250. So, but for the next two weeks, that is bit by bit, one day uh, up, the other day down, but more up than down, that you'll just see this slight climb up over. I don't manage to see uh, breaking all-time high anytime soon. That's $3,380 has to go above uh, this level. Of course, again, any sort of news can change this. Before uh, checking my portfolio, we will uh, have a quick look at uh, Bitcoin. Last week I said, I believe Bitcoin will end Friday at $47,000. Well, I was uh, almost correct. The noted price on Friday close was $46,324. So that was um, a good bet on Bitcoin. If you take a look at the Bitcoin chart, you can again, you can go to our page, use BTC USD as sticker or just write Bitcoin. You will see that Bitcoin is in a very nice trend. And as I said, let the trend be your friend. It is uh, not oversold. It's still high on the relative strength index. And this is the very tricky thing. Uh, and I tried to make up my mind before this podcast. Will uh, Bitcoin fall to 40,000, push upwards and end Friday at uh, 45,000? Because below 45,000, there is not, no resistance, uh, sorry, support at all before 40,000. So that drop will be very fast if and when it happens. Or will it turn here, driven by uh, good stock markets, turn here and start to push upwards, facing lots of resistance between 40, 45? Uh, so I see two uh, possible options and uh, as I speak I'll try to make up my mind. There is a buy signal from the long-term moving average, there's a sell signal from the short-term moving average. The volume is okay, it follows Bitcoin in a nice way, that's a good sign actually. It's just this thing, will it fall below 45 and hit 40 and bounce up from 40. If that happens, it will. my guess it will end the week at 45. If it turns here, it could be this week that it already pushes back to 55,000. Last time, uh, trying to understand what will happen. We can look at uh, when did it turn uh, the, in the relative strength index the last time. If you wonder what the relative strength index is, just go to our page, put up a ticker below the chart, you will see something called RSI. Another chart with a line, it's sometimes red and it's sometimes green. Red is overbought and green is oversold. And you'll see some dots and markings and the green dots, it's when it was oversold. Last time it was oversold was in the end of January, it was 30. Uh, right now it is 43. It was uh, 30 uh, last time it was oversold. Then it pushed all the way from 30,000 to $57,000. Uh, before that is back to December 7th, it was 45, and then just uh, being $18,000, uh, pushing straight up to 35000 
but it is it um, it has turned at 45 same level that is today uh, the other two times is 31 on the relative strength index and as i say if if it falls just a little bit it will fall to 40. so it would just be a hard hard guess this is the, uh, this is uh, this is his guessing there is nothing in this chart indicating that we will have any type of really sharp collapse in bitcoin uh, there is no very huge support before 35,000, so there is always this risk but whatever you invest into that's the risk but the level 35 to 40,000 is quite solid it will uh, be a guess i think that bitcoin will turn around this level meaning that uh, uh, it should push upwards and if it starts to push upwards from 45, I think that we can end next week, next Friday, maybe as high as 60,000. The reason for this is that if it managed to turn at these levels, it uh, things should start to pick up. It will go slow uh, for the first uh, $5,000 between 45 and 50. But after 50, we should see it start to push upwards. So I will choose uh, to be uh, optimistic. I mentioned to you this downside. If it falls below 45, it will drop to 40 instantly. And 45 will be very hard to overcome. So then it will end the week at 45. But I choose to believe that it will turn now. It will be driven by a good uh, start on the markets this week. And the ending uh, on Friday at $60,000. So again, uh, positive. But uh, make up your own uh, opinion. Go in, have a look at the charts. Uh, you can argue for a uh, possible head and shoulder formations uh, showing up. There are things that you can argue. But uh, I uh, choose to let the trend be your friend uh, and that it will push upwards. That was uh, the tickers. Uh, we will um, end by looking um, at my portfolio. And it was such a, uh, it was such a special week. First off, uh, I run uh, trailing stop loss. I run uh, stop loss. Uh, and uh, they hit in uh, this week selling my position so i had to reinvest uh, into the stocks that i believe because they were sold as they should be uh, and i managed to do uh, a few very good trades uh, with the same stocks because uh, they were sold high and i managed to buy in lower it's called accumulation during uh, the week the markets fell so much and as i said in this card people was uh, very worried writing oh you shouldn't this this how bad can it be well uh, as i try to say red days is an opportunity and if you buy on red and sell on green yeah you will lose time and sometimes it will be four red days in a row not three or two because usually these things go in pattern but pattern is not exact uh, of, of course, you can buy on a red day and the next day can be even redder. That can happen. But the thing is, when the market will be green, the thing will go up much faster. Uh, and sometimes on Discord, I try to explain these things that look at the volume. If the volume is low, you should not be too worried because it's just a few people selling. It's not a lot of people selling. And that just means that soon as the sentiment turns, the things will pop very hard and fast up. That will happen to Urg. Uh, Ur energy that will happen to diffusion, America, all this. 
companies. I did. I, I'm not sure how many trades I did last week, but it was a very good week. But we will look uh, at the portfolio which I had since uh, Christmas. Uh, I will not uh, put too much attention to all the accumulation because that will just confuse you. But as I said, diffusion were sold, uh, and I managed to rebuy it at a lower level. Uh, so it was quite good. But diffusion uh, ending the week at uh, uh, $1.15. It's up 44.65% since uh, the beginning of the year. But last week was uh, bad. It was as high as 152 weeks ago. And it's uh, fallen. It was as trading even as low as 102 before turning. But uh, I still uh, believe uh, Diffusion will do very good. I remain my uh, stake in Diffusion. Actually, I accumulated a few more shares because it was sold and I rebought in lower. NEO, uh, same thing happened in NEO. Uh, NEO is $45.78 right now. And uh, uh, because I did accumulation also with NEO. Uh, it is better. But from Christmas, NEO is down 6%. Accumulation helps me actually to have a slight positive gain of 1.3% in NEO. But from Christmas, NEO is down 6%. Petrogeo service ending the week at 5.6. As I told you, I have very good belief in oil. As I said in money podcast during that uh, fall early uh, New Year, I believe oil will do very good. It's traded almost at $63 now and that it will, when the markets react downwards, I think oil will hold good. And it have. Exactly that happened. United States oil, which I have in another portfolio, have been doing very good, going opposite of the markets. When markets were falling, these stocks were just pushing higher. But the PEGS was uh, down a few uh, Norwegian euro. Uh, because it's Petrogeo service, a Norwegian seismic company. It was down a few euro, but it's still up 51.89% since Christmas. Uh, XPEV was uh, sold. I didn't reinvest uh, this money, uh, and I will not reinvest the money either. Uh, I keep my portfolio low. Uh, actually, now I'm down to 41% is only invested into market. Uh, of course, right now, uh, I should have taken a higher stake on Friday knowing that market was oversold, but I stick to my strategy. Uh, I don't want to be too exposed. I have the patience. I will go in uh, when I see good trades. It might be that I will add a share or two to this portfolio during this week. Uh, I will look how things develop. Obus uh, ending week at 375. Uh, also, there was an accumulation. Uh, and it's up 5.63% uh, since New Year. The newcomer, which I bought uh, two weeks ago, Ur Energy, is uh, at 1.13, up 14.72% since that was put into the portfolio. And I think that stock will do very good, by the way. Uh, did also some extra trades uh, in the stock. All in all, uh, the portfolio did not have a good week. Uh, accumulations saved me, but all in all, the portfolio was actually down 5.43%, more or less the same as Nasdaq. It was not the best week for the, the portfolio. It just looks at the simple uh, stocks, producing stop loss uh, enabled me to do accumulations. So this week, I actually have more shares 
uh, in the same companies than I had last week. So that uh, was uh, today's uh, podcast. Uh, I'll just repeat shortly. Uh, buy on red, sell on green. It will help you a lot. Use the trend. Let the trend be your friend. Trend is a very good thing. Follow the volume. Sometimes we issue you newsletters, stocks that is showing signs of movements in the volume. That will often be a telltale if a stock is about to break up or break down. How will you play uh, your game uh, during this week? Uh, well, that will be up to you. Uh, I believe it will be a fairly good week. Uh, and I believe many stocks, especially penny stocks and smaller stocks, will do very, very good. Uh, and many will regain uh, their losses. And uh, as you regain your losses, maybe you will take your time. Google stop loss, Google trailing stop loss. We have some information on our webpage about stop loss as well. All the tickers that we analyzed have a uh, recommended stop loss. You should do your own due diligence, uh, what kind of stop loss level you want, because it has to do with volatility or personal risk, etc. But uh, that will uh, help you because the hardest thing you can do is sell and many of you will uh, nod and agree when I say that many of you lost a lot of money uh, last week unnecessary because you were expecting okay tomorrow will be better or it will not get worse today and the stock just continued downwards that is the thing it's so hard to sell the easiest thing in the world is to buy selling is a lot harder and stop loss or a very strict strategy will help you in these matters. I can only wish you a very, very good week. I hope that you will uh, regain uh, your losses, that the portfolios will be green, and we will speak again in a week. Bye. This podcast was brought to you for free by Jim Sternberg and StockInvest.us. If you like to support the podcast, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash Jim Stromberg.